So I open to, uh, we're still reading from 101 Diamonds. This is very beautiful. I'll read both on both sides of the page. Um, let me put on my green shawl for the green of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hadith 39, I will protect you from the fear of poverty. And, and remember that these are hadiths that were uh, collected by Ibn Arabi. So uh, he chose these. These um, There's not anything random about, about these hadiths. So I open to, uh, we're still reading from 101 Diamonds. This is very beautiful. I'll read both on both sides of the page. Um, let me put on my green shawl for the green of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hadith 39, I will protect you from the fear of poverty. And, and remember that these are hadiths that were uh, collected by Ibn Arabi. So, uh, he chose these, these, um, there's not anything random about, about these hadiths. I will protect you from the fear of poverty. Muhammad the Messenger, may divine peace embrace him, once conveyed these words directly from Allah Most High. O children of Adam, give your entire being to the worship of me. O children of Adam, give your entire being to the worship of me. I will fill your heart with riches and I will protect you from the fear of poverty. If you do not immerse your being completely in me, I will fill your hands with the vain labors that can never protect you from the fear of poverty. This hadith comes from the transmission of the intimate companion, Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him. Well, I mean, this feels like the hadith for our Ramadan. This is um, a Ramadan hadith. So Allah is asking us to give our entire being to the worship of Allah. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean we just do Salat day and night. It means that whatever we do, we do for Allah. Whatever we are doing, we do for Allah. So every breath is for Allah, every intention, every action. And we should make that intention at the beginning of the day or if we are, or in the Tahajjud time or in, the, or in the Fajr time, we should make that intention for that day, that, um, that everything we do be, be worship of Allah, and that we keep Allah in constant remembrance. Um, I will fill your heart with riches. So it doesn't mean we're going to all become billionaires, but the riches, of course, is, is the, the richness of, of nearness to Allah, 
and spiritual knowledge and, and, and happiness and, uh, and, and why, you know, that's the inspiration, the revelation. Sheikh Musafir said that people, why continues, a revelation continues as a given to the prophets and it continues uh, with the lovers of Allah. But uh, instead of uh, being called revelation, it's called inspiration. Why? And I will protect you from the fear of poverty. So, because most of us, you know, even when we have enough of what we need, we're still afraid. And we're still thinking that we might uh, become poor and in need, whether we won't have enough food or a shelter over our head or a job or so Allah is giving us a great secret here to simply worship him and come close to him and ask from him and and we will be protected from that terrible anxiety which afflicts humanity if you do not immerse your being completely in me I will fill your hands with vain labors so this is the Jalal side of the, there's, this book is perfectly balanced in Jamal and Jalal. And I even had a dream, it's, it's in the introduction to that effect where I was feeling the hadiths were almost excessively Jalal. And I asked about that and I received a dream to, that said that, you know, it's the perfect balance. We, we need both. So this is, if you do not immerse your being completely me and me, I will fill your hands with vain labors that can never protect you from the fear of poverty. So how amazing, no matter what we do, uh, you know, outwardly, no matter how hard we work, uh, we will still be afraid and we will still have that uh, anxiety it's almost like an existential anxiety that of, of not, not enough, not enough. And that in itself will be a veil to Allah. So um, this is for our Ramadan, it's Hadith 39. You know, this is why the five times a day prayer, why it was, some people say, oh my God, that's too much. Uh, so we, Allah keeps calling us the five times a day prayer is the desire of Allah for us to approach near. So Allah keeps calling us out of the world and out of these states of separation and fear and preoccupation and obsession um, to, to nearness, to the rahat, to the sakina, to uh, what is peaceful for our souls. And, and all the forms of worship that are given in every sacred path are that. They're to um, appease us and to bring tranquility and, and light and happiness to our being. I'll read now the, on the opposite page, Hadith 40. Those who make any of these affirmations, Muhammad the Messenger, may Allah surround him with peace once revealed. Whoever testifies, la ilaha illallah, there is nothing apart from Allah, 
And Allahu Akbar, Allah is greater than any conception, is approved by the Lord of power who responds to the soul. In truth, there is nothing apart from me and I certainly transcend all conceptions. So that's the first paragraph. So isn't that amazing right there that Allah revealed to us what to say to please him or to please the, the, the majesty of Allah or the, the heart of Allah. If the human witness testifies, there are no powers apart from Allah, the one and only divine reality responds in truth. There are no powers apart from me, the one and only. But again, Allah gives us the secret <laughs> and all we have to do is affirm the secret, affirm the truth and Allah says, yes, my beloved servant, you speak the truth. So, um, you know, when can we speak truthfully about anything, honestly? You know, when we say something about the world, how do we really know? Even we can't say anything about ourselves. We always have to say, Allahu Alim, Allah is the knower. But when we say, La ilaha illallah, we are speaking the truth. Isn't that beautiful? That, so Allah has given us uh, truthful words. Um, if the soul proclaims there are no separate sources of being apart from Allah, the one and only who has no partner in the act of creation, the Lord responds, in truth, there are no separate sources of being apart from me, the one and only, for I have no partners in creation. If the witness affirms there are no separate sources of being apart from Allah. And to him alone belongs the kingdom, and to him alone flows all praise. Allah Most High responds, In truth, there are no separate sources of being apart from me, and mine is the kingdom, and all praises flow only to me. If the worshiper prays, there are no separate sources of being apart from Allah, and there is no power or strength except in Allah. The All-Merciful responds, In truth, there are no separate sources of being apart from me, and there is no power or strength except in me. The Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, then continued, Those who make any of these affirmations at the moment of death, will never be touched by the fire. This hadith comes from the transmissions of both the noble companions, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri and Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with them. MashaAllah. So, um, actually, the Laila illa wa la sharika lak lahul mulk wa lahul hamd yuhi wa yumit wa huwa la kuli shayn kadir. It, that's, uh, I think, what this entire thing is. Um, but even portions of it, Allah says, recited. Actually, we, um, Sheikh Musafir would recite that sometimes 10 times after the night prayer. And I think that's from uh, one of the, also the great uh, founding peers, 
to recite that 10 times. So let, let's recite it together. If you don't know it, don't worry about it. And, and you can ask um, a companion. There's also an extra, uh, and in his hand is all good. Laila illala wahtahu la sharikalak lahul mulk walahul hamd. Yuhi where you meet, biyadihul khaira wahu ala kuli shayn kadir. So I just slipped in that other one that in his hand is all good, which I, I like personally. It's another version. So I, I want to point out another aspect of this hadith is that Allah answers the one who makes these affirmations, just as we were told that Allah responds to us when we offer the Fatiha. Every verse of the Fatiha, Allah responds. Uh, and so every affirmation, Allah responds to us. Every call on Allah, Allah says, yes, my servant, my beloved. Isn't that extraordinary? So now when we recite the Fatiha, we, we should have in mind that we are reciting it to Allah, uh, from within Allah, and Allah is responding to us all the time. So it's never just some kind of uh, insular Fatiha going out. It's always in, in correspondence in, in a, with what is the intimate discourse, the intimate um, dialogue with Allah. So alhamdulillah. So we just gained uh, two extraordinary hadith for our Ramadan. So let's, that we, we dedicate our Ramadan entirely to Allah. We'll make that intention now. Whatever we do, whatever we are able to fulfill, may, may Allah the All-Merciful and the Accepting, the one who receives the Shakur, the Grateful One, who, the one who receives the, the offerings of, of his servants, uh, accept it and, and uh, every step, every breath, every blink of our eye, every thought, every movement of our cells and nerves and being and uh, every flow of our life may be completely dedicated to Allah and may we gain complete consciousness of Allah in this Ramadan and, and consciousness of the human station and may the, the, the condition, may the maqam and the condition of humanity um, be elevated and uh, in this Ramadan. May, may others who are presently suffering, may they be relieved of suffering. If they are hungry, may they be relieved of hunger. May, may human hearts become more merciful because they are the expression of Allah's mercy and the hands are the expression of Allah's hands and they have become Allah's hands so that everything we have uh, on earth um, is to, to share and to offer to each other. And, and may we go toward that great day of feast uh, of all humanity and, and all the prophets and all the holy traditions and where we truly feast together in, in, in the gaze of, of the beloved. And, chanting praises and um, gathering humanity. So may this Ramadan be, be this taste of that ultimate uh, feast.
the ultimate feast and that also Hazreti Isa called down for at the request of his disciples. The, the, the table set, set with what? It, it's set with, with the divine names. It's set with the divine love and divine beauty with all the Esma Husna, as, as Sheikh Noor said, the cups of, of divine love. And <clears throat> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, 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 Alhamdulillah. Oh Allah, do not put us far to you. Make it impossible for us to be far from you and, and call us ever nearer and nearer to you every breath in this Ramadan. Oh Allah, Amin, 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 Amin. Ooh. Yes, that ha had occurred to me that each of us, it has the zikr in her own home now. <laughs> the zikr has come <laughs> to our homes. The entire zikr, we had to run to it. And just as in the hadith, now the zikr runs to us and, and inhabits <clears throat> our own dwellings. And so every dwelling is a sacred shrine. Every, each one of our houses and we, uh, it's a it's a wonderful thing that we begin, you know, turning it consciously into a shrine, so that our whole life becomes uh, lived uh, in in a sacred, holy way, you know. And that division between secular and sacred, which we have kind of strong mentally, is is not real, of course. It's just that we inhabit that that zone of let's say separation or forgetfulness and that we call profane you know we would call. and then uh, when we go to temple or, or, or masjid or church or uh, we we say that's the sacred yes but then once that sacred unlocks itself in our heart yes wherever we go we are that temple we are allah's temple so allah comes to worship in the temple of each one of us Allah is the worshiper in each of our temples. So, and this um, taste we're given in this Ramadan and, and in this time of seclusion is a taste of that. Allah comes to visit us in our home. And Shweb read the Hadith on, on Friday, very beautiful. You should join the um, reading with Shweb in the morning where Allah says, you know, in the th last part of the night, I, I descend to the lower heaven. Is there anyone awake who desires from me, who, who wants to turn to me to ask forgiveness or, or anything in their, in their heart? Um, you know, I am here and I answer your prayer. So that's Allah actually descends in, in a literal way. You know, we're not, we're, in some level, we're very literalist, we're very concrete. And that's something we share also with the indigenous traditions. We don't just make everything abstract. So Allah literally comes to us. What does it mean that Allah uh, descends or Allah visits us? Or, you know, or I, if someone was hungry and, and if you had visited that person and brought them food, you would have visited me. You know, so we live really, you might say, in the, entirely within the, 
the uh, body or existence of Allah. Alhamdulillah, but there are differences. So, well, I, I think uh, Allah means, you know, with, with, with consciousness, with heart, with feelings. So it's not just through action. And, and that's where it goes from the outer to the inner, from the Sharia to the Tariqah and Hakikah, really to the Hakikah. This is a Hakikah level that's being addressed here. Um, so uh, we become permeated. That means that we think of Allah. So really, um, the only thing that is going to keep us thinking and, and turning to Allah is, is love, is that original bond <clears throat> uh, of our soul and the original nature of our soul. So um, this is why we're in a path of love because without love, and uh, you know, we, none of this will really come about. We can do outer things, but they will be empty. So immersion is, is really addressing the inside. It means we are permeated. And that just means that uh, we, we cultivate love in our hearts. We, we need to continuously cultivate love because um, it's like a, on one hand, it's the most powerful thing in the universe. And on the other though, as it, it's, a, it, it's, it's delicate and, and we, we need to have the adam of love to cultivate it and to preserve it. So um, it's not so much about following the outer, although uh, that's, as we say, as Sheikh Musafir said, the, the five pillars are not Islam. <laughs> they are not Islam. They are the supports of it for Islam. They help us to, uh, you know, be in that state of inner uh, tawheed, inner submission, uh, which can only come through tawheed, really, through nearness and, 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 uh, and union. So we cultivate it by cultivating kindness in ourselves, by treating our environment kindly, by speaking gently. So in other words, even though it's an inner thing, we are immersed in, an, in a universe and uh, kind thoughts, kind speech. So this is apparently the, the, she, the you know, good deeds, good actions, but, you know, we, we're unwrapping that saying. It's really um, to address everything with honoring it, loving it, caring for it, being grateful for it. Gratitude, for instance, that's a good one. If we can remember to be grateful, that will immerse us in Allah. That, that's a form of worship. Gratitude is a form of worship. And when we stop complaining, we are spontaneously grateful. So this is something I want to address also for this particular Ramadan. Uh, I feel we can work on together as a community is addressing that inner complaint in our mind. And you know, I, I have it, I'm struggling with it, and I've, I've brought it up before, we all have it. Um, 
you know, we, oh, it's too hard. Oh, uh, I'm tired. Oh, you know, that all those things might be true. But if we don't, uh, you know, get into that state of rejection and complaint, if we are simply grateful to be alive, to be breathing, to hearing, seeing, as Allah says, I have given you hearing and seeing and heart and feelings and intuition and how many are grateful, you know. So the simplest answer would be gratitude and, and treating everything as Allah and, and mm. everything, everything as Allah, every person as Allah. So will immerse you. then you will be immersed, you know. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.